Hi everyone, I'm Andrea Collins. And I'm Shelly Zorn. This is Let's Talk Thomasville, a podcast about storytelling through perspectives of the past, our value of today, and our imagination for tomorrow. have our third um, speaker for uh, candidates for council, and I'm very excited to welcome um, our next guest. Born in Moultrie originally, but moved here to Thomasville at the age of 26, which was in the 80s. 80, about the time 80. I was born, but I'm not, don't <laughs> yeah. try to make you feel bad. That's okay. Um, Sounds like you, you are. I know. <laughs> this is when the youth actually plays in my favor. Uh, but moved over here for law enforcement, uh, took a commander position, and um, in 92 decided to open up your business with your two other brothers. That's correct. And um, 20 years later, the businesses are thriving, and you have got three children, five grandchildren, and one great-grandkid. Yeah, and actually, instead of 20 years later, it would be about 28 years later, okay. 1992 to now, roughly. 28 years right? later. Am I right? Yeah, it was not 20, yeah, 20 yeah. years later. Yeah, that's so why I'm not lying to you. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Long-time Thomas County resident. Long-time yeah. Thomas County resident. and Been on the city council now for four years. Coming up on four years. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty big job to carry. We appreciate your service. It's yeah, a, it's, it's a huge job. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I tell you, my nobody buddy, knows till they do it. They do don't. They, they yep. don't. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was deciding to run, I said something to my buddy because I was on the verge of retirement, and uh, I said, hey, "I like to fish. I like to hunt. I play golf. I oh, no, don't worry about that. It won't interfere with any of that. Don't worry about that." They lied to me. <laughs> they lied, didn't they? <laughs> they, did. they lied. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll jump in with the first question. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell us why you've chosen to run again, and what would be your focus or your goals this time? Okay, it's uh kind of kind of the same reason it was back then. And mm-hmm. I'll expound on that a little bit. It's two twofold or threefold. Uh, I told y'all earlier, Tom's been very been very good to me and my family. As I y'all pointed out, I had a 15 year career in law enforcement, 12 of it spent here, and I really really enjoyed that. I then got into uh, private business with my two brothers, and we we've uh, enjoyed a pretty good de- degree of success. Um, I will say before I ran in 2017, I, I saw a fairly serious disconnect in some, not all the council members and the people that they uh, work for, in other words, not, not listening for them. And so I thought to myself, considering my law enforcement background and my business experience and my willingness to listen, quite frankly, I, I could do a better job. And I, I like to think I have, and I'll get a chance to point all that out. Okay. I mean, that's a good, good reason answer. to run. Yeah. yeah, that's a fantastic reason to run. So, City of Thomasville does so many things well, and, you know, of course, there's always room for improvement within any organization. So, what specifically will you focus on to continue improvements for citizens and business owners like yourself in Thomasville? Let me start by saying you're absolutely, you're exactly right. We mm-hmm. absolutely do a lot of things well, and, and I don't take credit for that. Thomasville, somebody else said it before me, but I liked it, and I stole their saying, it's a result of a lot of good decisions by a lot of people over a long, many number Agree. of, of, of There's years. There's a legacy, it, yeah. It is, and some of the attributes we have, um, we got a great medical facility, Archibald, wonderful educational system, Thomas City School, Thomas County School System, Brookwood, Southern Regional Technical College, I could go on and on, or YMCA in partnership with our recreation department has done a wonderful job and i'll try to be brief here but i used to travel around in my law enforcement career and i'd visit major cities like birmingham atlanta and of course i would visit their ymcas and i'm telling you they ain't got nothing on us mm-hmm. we got three olympic sized pools mm-hmm. two indoor one outdoor True. all these baseball fields all around there cherokee park which i've always referred to 
downtown Thomasville would be the crown jewel of Thomasville, or Cherokee Park's the crown jewel of our of our park system. But but getting back to the to the nitty gritty, I tell you, the formula I think makes us great, in my humble opinion, and it's just like in my business. What I do when I have an endeavor like this, whether it be running the American Pond or having part in running the city of Thomasville, the first thing I do is hire, get, and keep people that are smarter than me, and that's mm -hmm. not real hard in my case. And so one of our first uh, duties we were faced with was to bring on a good city manager, and, and, and we did that. We acquired the best we could get. It took us a little longer than what I would like. We got Alan Carson. He, in turn, recently appointed two new assistant city managers. I don't know if you all, you all knew that. Yes. Yeah. Chris White and Cheryl Seeley. They, in turn, have a staff of about 400, which are absolute as good as it gets. If you've got a good staff, you can do just about whatever you want to. My job, and I think the job of the council, is to just give them direction, give them motivation, let them do their job. And the analogy I've used is that and it's no different running American Pond. If, if you're in a horse race and you're riding a thoroughbred and that horse has got a significant lead and, and the, the finish line is in sight and you look behind you and nobody's catching up with you, you let that horse run. You might have to on occasion, but get a little off the wayward path, you might need to whisper in their ear. You might, to give, might need to give them a little nudge and on occasion you might need to jerk those reins a little bit. But all in all, you hire, keep good people and let them do their job. And that's what our so staff, the staff does. staff is the boots on the ground. Absolutely, yeah. positively. Yeah. Team Thomasville, and they, they do an excellent job. It's they not do. David I Costello. finally got me a Team Thomasville shirt. Well, and they I finally gave me one. <laughs> and that's funny you mentioned that. About a year ago, we had a little treat, and I said, if it's a true team, uh -huh. you should be giving us a shirt. And they did. They well, did. I'm the salesperson. I mean, you know, trying to recruit industry, trying Laundry. to create oh, utility no, loads. So no, I begged no, for no, that no, shirt, and I no, got no. it. Um, so what do you think is the biggest challenge? What what could be improved or changed in the city of Thomasville? I won't tell you what our, what our biggest challenge is. Okay. is, is, is at the risk of being oversimplistic, protecting and guarding what we've got. We, we are about as good as it gets, but they will say, and the wolf is always at the door, mm -hmm. and there's things that come up that, that could be detrimental to us, and we gotta be prepared for them. Sometimes be proactive when opportunities arise, but sometimes you gotta, you gotta be reactive when things come down the pipe that you think are um, mm -hmm. not necessary. Uh, don't don't take things for granted like just because the state government comes down with some sort of edict or um the federal government i just question them and, mm -hmm. and, you, uh, and i'll explain later on you can get so protecting done. what we have oh, and yeah, i think absolutely. other people definitely yeah. look at us as you said the crown jewel i mean we have people coming to us all the time want to know how thomasville has done it and i always say if we're not evolving mm -hmm. we're going to dissolve yeah. so we got to keep moving forward to to evolve and be the great community we go off these city um city meeting training meetings on occasion there'll be 20 or 30 other cities <laughs> represented there and it's not uncommon at all and when they mm -hmm. say well you should do this or you should do that and they'll refer to you know like the city of thomasville does so it yep. makes, makes you really proud so. i agree when i go to economic development summits they usually use thomasville as you know the example and so it makes you proud to to represent your town that's right so um you're a former councilman, current mm -hmm. councilman, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, so since you've been in uh, office for four years, what would you say has been your biggest accomplishment up to now? Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be brief here. I know it's but, hard to tell your own horn at times, but you know there's. If you'll just indulge me a little bit, uh, first off, 
coming in out of the gate, being open-minded, thinking outside the box, not just sitting around accepting things or they are presented to to me, being proactive. Uh, let me give you a few examples. I know you said the best, but um, but I'm gonna try to list off a few. Uh, I'll start with a biggie. Uh, the state EPD came down with a unfunded, in my opinion, unnecessary mandate that we had to invest $7.8 million in our wastewater treatment plant. And the science and the reasoning behind it just didn't make sense as it was being presented to the council. Let me back up. Didn't make sense to me. And so I took it upon myself with the suggestion of the mayor. Uh, he had to work. He couldn't be there. But we, we called Darlene Taylor, mm-hmm. uh, our, our state representative. And that's what she's there for. She's there to help us. We asked her to come do a tour of our wastewater treatment plant so that people smarter than, than me could present our side of the argument, what our consultants had said, what our scientists had said in contrast to what the state scientists had said. She, would, she showed up the next morning. We did it. We set up a conference call with her, uh, the uh, state EPD people. It occurred to me, do you know who the EPD falls under state of Georgia? Falls under the Department of Natural Resources. Mm-hmm. Guess who used to serve on the board of directors of the Department of Natural Resources? You already know the Thomasville native. Yes, sir. Do- <laughs> Dr. Philip Watt. Yep. I had Jay Flowers with me. I knew Jay knew Dr. Watt better than I did. We got him to participate in the conference call. I'll try to cut the chase. We didn't make this unfunded mandate go away, $7.8 million. We got it to disappear for three years. And within the next few days, Chris White, our director of utilities, was getting calls from state and federal agencies saying, uh, you know what, let me tell you where you can get some money. And Chris White said, that's unheard of. So right now we got about $4.8 million in the hopper, of which we'll have to come out of pocket about a half a million. I'm gonna try to keep it short. Truth is, some of these things that the EPD had said we need to do lend themselves to our a significant expanded capacity in our wastewater treatment mm-hmm, system. Mm-hmm. And guess what the cost of that is? About $4.8 million. And the hmm. result of that expanded capacity, I know you know in your role as PDA, yep. it allows for more larger industries mm-hmm. to come in. Correct. Um, because mm-hmm. they're gonna, the, the bigger ones will, will have a high demand for mm-hmm. wastewater treatment. So. That's it's, that, it's that, that infrastructure that yeah. seems to be a really so that's big focus. the teamwork, all the council members, Darlene yeah. Taylor, everybody working together to My make that. My point is, yeah. you got to ask, and I talked to Representative right. Taylor the other day, you'll be surprised how many people do not ask. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting there, her and I, they're dying to help. They want to help. Mm-hmm. They've got money. They're like the knight in shining armor. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to protect the castle, but... You know, give me a dragon to slay. You know, call me. And she, she's been good to us. Farmer's Market. Yep. It was announced at the city council meeting that the farmer's market was going to be closed due to budgetary constraints. I sat there and said, that will sound right. Some said, oh, I hear this every four years. I said, well, I haven't been on the council for four years. But I've been here in Tomsville. I would have known. I've never heard this. Called Darlene Taylor the next day. I said, Darlene, how serious is this? She said, Dave, it's dead serious. Mm-hmm. I said, Darlene, how could that be? Budgetary constraints. That, that. Our farmer's market is one of two in the state of Georgia that makes money, about $150,000 a year. And and that's not a lot of money, but Randall Moore and the produce company out there, uh, the uh, the produce people that sell retail, there's no telling how many jobs that provides and how many area farmers that serves, and it just didn't make sense. It was a lot of political BS is what it was. <laughs> so I said, I said, darling, how much time do we have? She said, you ain't got much, Dave. I said, so we need to put together something to do a tour. She said, yeah. I said, how much time we got? It was on Tuesday. She said, Thursday would be good. <laughs> so with the help of staff, other council members, the county commission, I called on Philip Brown. He said, yes, sir, I'll be there. It affects him too. Uh, uh, 
Donnie Baggett, he was there. Randall Moore, mm-hmm. uh, he, he hosted the tour. Did you go? I mm-hmm. did. Yes, I'm I got J.B. Crumb yep. to, to uh, do a fish fry. And uh, after we did that, word got sent by Representative Taylor to the state capitol, and the same edict came back. You're done. You're through. So our staff had made a good video presentation mm-hmm. of it. She carried it to Atlanta, showed it to the entire, entire state legislative body, and guess what? They backed down. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. point is, uh, those are two of, very bit. Those are two yeah. very um, yeah. strategic moves, and I think the the key there is utilizing the resources we have through our state representatives yep. and, and the and always asking questions and yeah. make sure you don't just take you know yep. take that line down. You have to ask questions. Right. One, one more. I'll let you go on. Okay. City County Landfill Agreement. It was it was mm-hmm. established in the mid 1970s. I call it more like the City County Landfill Disagreement. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Now they, they no, came. They came yeah. to us. Uh, You're right. Actually, I filled in on city county uh, a landfill committee meeting. It was one of the other council members, but I sat in, and uh, they were upset. They they felt like they'd been mistreated, and I couldn't necessarily argue with them. And they they were supposed to get. They provided the land, 600 acres of which we used the bulk of it, and uh, we run the show. And the deal was supposed to be at the end of each year, whatever profits were there, they'd be split. But guess what? Year after year after year after year, there were no profits being shown. They had asked for an autonomous audit about two years before when we had to write on Big Check. Anyway, they came up with a proposal. We do a land lease of sorts for X number of dollars a month. In my mind, while they were saying that, I thought it would be very fair to both parties. Backed off, got our accountant and our city manager to look into it. Can we afford this? Because there's a value to taking away that point it can contingency between us over so many years and the answer was what they wanted was very fair so we renegotiated agreement they're happy we're happy everybody's happy that's unheard of in city and county government throughout the state so yeah throughout every state yeah matter yeah that's right but it's Mm -hmm. a big deal and i'm not the first one to say this but my opinion is a good day in thomasville georgia is a good day in thomas county yeah and vice versa right thomasville is in thomas county i tell people all the time <laughs> all right. So, all Nick, right, David, you ready? Yeah. You ready for this next yeah, question? Because this is me. Yeah, I'm, I'm always teeing Shelly up for this one. <laughs> well, economic okay. development, my uh, favorite subject. And for listeners, economic development is just job creation. And you're creating right. jobs for people, our residents, to build families, to build community. That's all it is. And and our listeners might not know, City of Thomasville funds the Economic Development Group here, which is the Thomasville Payroll Development Authority. So what do you see the city's role being in that, the city council, and kind of how do you define economic development? You, you, what, uh, what would you uh, want? Uh, Shelly, you took, you took my answer away. Well, we're gonna, exactly <laughs> what we're going to tell you. We keep doing what we've been doing. And what, what we do is we fund the PDA, and we've got a great director of that PDA. And, and I'm not blowing smoke. You, you've done a great job. I appreciate we'll continue that. to support you. Uh, as you've experienced, we won't agree all the time. No, uh, never happened anywhere. <laughs> but if you, anytime you come to us with a viable project, and at that point, if you need money, uh, you'll get it. You, uh, you'll get it. So, good answer. Good. I, mean, <laughs> I have to say I'm supposed to be impartial while we're sitting well, here, but that's, well, that's I've, a good I've answer. Said it, I've said it before. I don't, I don't blow smoke. I don't, I don't, I don't give compliments. If you get it from me, you earned it. Well, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Thomasville grows its own. It really, truly does. Yeah. And so Thomasville is easy to promote, easy to sell. And I will have to say in the past, we've had a very cohesive team from the city, the county, economic development, the chamber, 
city council when I've taken, Stephen Cheney says all the time, he's been on the development authority 25 years. Mm -hmm. He said there's never been anything we've taken to the city Mm -hmm. that was reasonable, you know, that was for job creation, Mm -hmm. uh, that they didn't say yes. And I always say this, and I'll quit preaching, um, (laughs) that economic development is the only way to grow families, Mm -hmm. and it's the only way to grow utility Mm -hmm. load. And that's what you said earlier. That's where Mm -hmm. we get all our money from. So it's a partnership you got to have. You got a great board. I really do. Stephen Cheney, Mm -hmm. the mayor, Greg Hobbs. Uh, Mark Neesmith. Yes. Whoever is appointed through the chamber, whoever is her chairman. So right now that's Josh Cohn. And Mm -hmm. then the city appoints two members. Right now that's Ty Turner and Stephen Cheney. So very strong board. So you've got a good board. Very very pro-business. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how do you define economic development? What do you think could be? Um, we've heard we've heard the oh, term tossed yeah. around a couple uh, different times. Okay, yeah. did, some people actually, think it's large industry. Some think it's small business. Yeah, it's some some, it's simple. It's simple. There's three answers. Okay. Jobs. Yep. Jobs. Guess what the third one is? Jobs. More jobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like real estate. I agree. Location, location. But I mean that's in simplistic terms. But that's just it. That's mm-hmm. just it. And, and we all the city council needs to pretty much stand back provide you with the funding, motivation, whatever you need, and continue to protect that environment that we have, which sure. is so wonderful. Schools, hospitals, hour and a half from the coast, the plantations, the Amiots, they bring with us, uh, like you point out, the one business you recruited, a downtown bookstore that actually... That's right. Up. That's what impressed them was the Court quality of life. Courtyard Marriott. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Uh, how many other towns, and I'll tell you the answer is zero, how many other towns our size could support a courtyard by Marriott, $18 million investment, right on the edge of downtown. That that thing looks like something you'd see in Atlanta, not that I'm touting Atlanta or Savannah or other major cities. Listen, city. this last week I had a visitor from out of town who thought that was an old cotton warehouse that had been restored and it made my day because that was that was a tough project. You know, everybody cared a lot yeah, and I'm proud to see it. I'm yeah, proud to see I, it. I am Finished too. and looking Absolutely so beautiful. And I hope they make a ton of money. So and, <laughs> and, and, and buy a lot of electricity. That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, you know, we spoke about this really before we started recording uh, the, this this episode about visionary leaders and those from the past who have built what we have today. So my next question is, um, you know, Thomasville is a community built by visionary leaders, and we're known across the state as a place apart, a part a place. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your long-term vision for the community? And, and I'm going to be a bit redundant here, but 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 it's what I believe. Uh, stay the course, protect the castle. That is uh, what we've accomplished. Make sure we don't mess up. Take advantage of opportunities as they arise. And when various things show up that, that threaten it, like a $7.8 million unnecessary unfunded mandate, we don't just sit back and take it. We, we, we fight back. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty pretty to the point, David. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all you need. Okay, so last but not least, why should citizens, and especially business owners, since you're a business owner, why should they vote for you? I tell you my, my strong opinion it, that I wouldn't distinguish the reason between business owners and citizens. I, I think what they expect of me is, is is one of the same. Uh, listen, be proactive when I need to, reactive when I need to, uh, vote the right way, uh, keep doing keep doing what I think I've, I've been doing. I'd, I'd love to do it for another four years, and so I'll take this opportunity to ask for y'all's vote. Make sure you do vote. Uh, I'd be honored if I get the chance to, to do it one more time. If somebody wants some more information, how would they get a hold of you? Is there a Facebook you, page, man, cell phone number? Man, what caught would myself. You? That's one of the first things I did. I think it was the best thing I did at the debate before the last election. They shouldn't have any problem getting in touch with me. It's a 
224-1855. And somebody suggested to me that you know, it's not a smart thing to do you get inundated. Well, you don't. Number one, people don't call me a whole lot, and they don't call me a whole lot because city staff handles most everything they need. And on that one rare occasion when something slips through the crack, two things happen. A, I can get it done, which makes me feel really good, even something simple to get in their garbage picked up. And B, that's a little heads up to city staff that they miss something, they need to go back, go back and check it. So, you know, they can call me anytime. Yeah. 229-224-1855. All right. Well, um, we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to come in and be a part of the podcast. I think you've answered all the questions pretty directly and, um, we appreciate your service. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. And it's not for it's not for the faint of heart. It I'll is tell not you that. for the faint of and heart. Hey, not, neither is this job at the oh, chamber I of the like PDA. So we say all the time we're not elected officials, but we're in politics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every day, all day. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Right. Well, thanks for tuning yes, in, ma'am. guys.